You found it. Your number one place for free English lessons on the internet. Learn American English with this guy. Don't forget to leave a five-star review if this podcast improves your English. And now, here's your host, this guy. We are live. Welcome, everyone. This is Speak English with this guy. My name is Brent. And in today's English lesson, you are going to learn about two states in the United States. I put up a poll and I asked, what lesson do you want me to do? Why is that happening? I just heard, I just got an alert on my, hopefully you didn't hear that. I just got an alert. I don't think it's that big. But um, I asked on a poll, hey, what do you want to learn? And the poll said the 50 states. Let's learn a little bit about American culture. Let's improve your English vocabulary. In this lesson, you can see at the bottom of the screen, you will improve your English and also learn more about American culture. But before we get too far, I would like to say hello to a few people who are here. Amina is here. Mega is here. Harry's here. Hopefully you're doing well. Hey, saw this guy. Audie the tie is here. Welcome. English Joy, hopefully you're doing well. Look, oh, Mahmood's here. Can't forget to say Mom, hello to Mahmood. Freddie Wolf, France is in the house. Hopefully you're doing well, Freddie. And if you are watching on Instagram, come over to YouTube. Speak English with this guy. Hello. There are 86 people chatting so maybe you can come over leave a message in the chat and that will help you improve your english yeah so today we are going to talk about alaska and nevada and if you look at that thumbnail you can see me a computer made a drawing of me handsome devil that guy but you will also see some aliens a UFO, and some bars of gold. And I promise, by the end of this lesson, you will know exactly what that means, how that relates to the states of Alaska and Nevada. Let's do it. Well, Pablo's here. There's so many. I need to say hello to a few more people. Hello. Wait a second. Oh, Amina has to go get an oil change in her car. That's fun, isn't it? But we will be talking about oil a little later on. I don't want to say why, but oil is going to be part of this lesson. Yeah, your car needs an oil change. Can't wait too long on that. How are you doing from Thailand? Are you? I probably said your name wrong. I'm sorry. Camelia, how are you? Philippines is in the house. Spoiler alert. We will talk about the Philippines. I can't say why yet, though. I can't say why yet. That is a secret. Let's do this. I did not say hello to everyone. I'm sorry, but I hope everyone is doing well. I will say hello to my wife, though. She is here in the chat. Jamie Watson, she is here in the chat. Algeria is in the chat as well. So a little over 100 people watching on Facebook and YouTube. 
you are here to learn English. So let's do that. I did ask channel members, hey, which states would you like to learn about? And a few people said Alaska. A few more people said Nevada. So I thought, let's do it. If you would like to become a channel member and chat with me a little bit more about English, there is a link right in the chat. So the 50 states, it did win both polls. Channel members chose the states of Alaska and Nevada. Let's talk about that first state right there. It's called, I almost said Hawaii. We will talk briefly about Hawaii, but the first state we are going to talk about is Alaska. And you can see on the map with the big red arrow pointing to it that that is Alaska. It is our largest state. Just in case you don't know, the United States, the United States has 50 states. And it is almost like visiting a different country. We do have the same money, but we might have just a little bit, slightly different laws. So Alaska is our largest state. Now here's some advanced English for you though. It is the third least populated state. There are only two states that have fewer people who live in it. So it's our largest state but only two states have fewer people living in it. So that makes me think big state, hardly any people. Let's talk about the population of Alaska. And this will be good practice for saying big numbers in English. The population of Alaska is 732,673 people. And I can say that again because it's it's hard to read large numbers in English, but the good thing is you don't have to do that very often. But I will do it one more time. The population of Alaska is 732,000 673. Now, two kind of difficult words I would like to talk about are sparse and dense. Those are good adjectives to know in English, and especially when you're talking about population. Population is people, by the way. Population is people. When you hear population or you hear populated, think of people. They both start with P. But Alaska is the most sparsely populated state. Sparse. What does that word mean in English? If you look at that picture, oh, and if you're on Instagram, you can't see the picture, come over to YouTube, speak English with this guy. If you see that picture right there, it looks like a kitchen to me, but that kitchen is pretty sparse. There aren't a lot of decorations there. There aren't a lot of items 
it looks kind of bare. Now, when I say bear, it doesn't mean that animal. It is spelled like this, bear. Julia, hope you're doing well. Good to see you in here. Um, so bear, I wrote it in the chat. B-A-R-E, bear. Not a lot of things going on. And when we talk about Alaska, it is pretty bare when it comes to people. The opposite of bare or sparse is dense. And I am going to show you a way that if you want to call somebody dumb in English, I'll teach you another way. Hopefully nobody calls me dumb. But you could say dense. We will get to that in a minute. Dense. So Alaska is the most sparsely populated state. The opposite is densely populated. That means people living close to each other. And I know there might be a few people watching from Bangladesh. And I know Bangladesh is one of the most densely populated countries. Lots of people living in a small space. Alaska is sparsely populated. It's the opposite. Lots of area. Lots of land. Not too many people. So let's talk about dense. So if you look at that photo, in the photo, there is a dense forest. It's thick with trees. Dense, thick. When you hear thick, dense, think synonyms. They mean almost the same thing. But here are two ways to call somebody stupid without calling them stupid in English. Dense is another way to say a person is dumb. And thick and dense mean almost the same thing. You could also say that guy is pretty thick. And when we say that, we are talking about their head. Like there isn't a lot of brain in there. Or to get to the brain, you have to go through a, a thick skull. So... Let's check the chat. Make sure there aren't any questions. Turkey's in the house. Welcome. What is the population of the United States? I don't know. It goes up every day, but it's probably 330 million, something like that. Yeah, Audi. Yeah, I don't think you want to go to Alaska you might freeze there. But I do know, Adi told me, he's a channel member, he has been to Las Vegas, which we are going to talk about later in the lesson. Las Vegas, not the capital of Nevada, but it's the biggest city. Mauritania is in the house. I know, Mahmoud's from Mauritania too. What is it? I don't know, what is this? I borrowed my friend's headphones, but dude, it is so dirty. I'm really going to study math. I will watch after. Okay. So you're going to watch on replay. Hello to anybody watching on replay. I'm sorry about your friend's dirty headphones, but maybe you can uh, maybe you can clean them up and then give them back to them. But I good luck with the good luck with the studying of math. Math is not one of my strong suits. 
strong suits is another way to say you're not very good at something. So math is not one of my strong suits. Wellington Silva. Hey, with that last name, I am wondering, are you from Brazil? Hello, I've been watching your videos and I learn a lot. P.S. I'm in college. Oh, I promise I did not see that you said you live in Brazil. But hey, glad to have you here. Freddie Wolf. He wrote so much you can't see my face. Maybe that's best. Freddie Wolf. Brent, did you know that the name of Alaska comes from a transcription from a Russian native people who lived there? And when the U.S. bought this territory from Russia, it was simply called it simply called them Alaska. Freddie, we will get to that. The connection between Russia and Alaska. Freddie, bring in the knowledge. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. All right. Look at Bangladesh is in the house. Thank you for watching from Bangladesh and Somalia. Look at that. I'm doing an English lesson later from the streets of a town called Lewiston. And there are some Somali restaurants there. I might be walking past a Somali restaurant. Somali food, some of the best in the world. Hey, Sri Lanka is in the house. Sri Lanka. Do you live in Candy or do you live in Colombo? Two big cities in Sri Lanka. All right, let's get back to the lesson. You are here to learn English. We just learned about dense. The next term we are going to talk about is median. And when we talk about median, we are going to talk about money, the money of Alaska. Because even though there aren't many people living in Alaska, Alaska is a big state with very few people. Alaska's pretty rich. And we are going to talk about why Alaska is so rich. But one of the things you might see if you look up Alaska on the internet is something called median income. Anytime you hear income, think money. The median income in Alaska is, another big word here, $77,800. $77,800, which makes Alaska the 12th richest state. Ooh, not easy to say. I am going to read that sentence one more time. If you would like to practice shadowing while I read that, it might be a good idea to help you with your English pronunciation. Hey, if you're watching on Instagram, come over. YouTube, speak English with this guy. Iraq. Iraq is watching on Instagram. Come over to YouTube. Here we go. That sentence, one more time. Lots going on there. The median income in Alaska is $77,800, which makes Alaska the 12th richest state. Not easy to say 12th. 12th. So what does median income mean? So median income means if you take the person who makes the least amount of money, the lowest amount of money, the least amount of money, and then you take the person who makes the most, 
It's the number right in the middle. So it's median is not average, but it's it's really close to average. So the average person in Alaska makes 77,000 US dollars a year. In my opinion, that's quite a bit. It's a pretty rich state. It's the 12th richest. Take my state. I live in the state of Maine. We are not as rich as Alaska. $63,440 is the median income in my state. Oh, Alaska. Uh, On Instagram, somebody said, every time I hear Alaska, I think of the color white. Hmm. Lots of snow in Alaska. We will talk about that pretty soon. How about this? The language of Alaska. You might be thinking, well, Alaska is part of the United States. They speak English there, right? Yes, mostly. Just like most people in the United States speak English as their native language, but not all. Some speak Spanish. Some people in the town near me speak Somali as their native language. So, but Alaska is quite different because if you look at the banner at the bottom of the screen, only 86% of the people speak English as their native language in Alaska. Only 86. So what are the other people speaking? Well, about 5% speak native Alaskan languages. So in North America and South America, there were people living here before Europeans came over. And you might hear those people called indigenous people. They, I have mentioned indigenous people in past English lessons. Those were the people living in the Americas before Europeans came. And some of those languages still exist in Alaska. But also, 3.4% speak a language called Tagalog. Now, I'm wondering, in the chat, please, Tagalog, in what country do they speak Tagalog? At least, that's what we call the language of this country in English. It might have a different name in other languages, but in English... We call this language Tagalog, and it is spoken in a certain country. Indonesia's in the house. Ecuador's in the house. Hey, I know Harry. He's from Indonesia. Oh, Dino, that is a great question. What is the richest state? I am not sure. Um, maybe somebody can look it up, but I think it's either California or Connecticut. Connecticut might be the richest state. A lot of people who work in New York City will live in Connecticut. There we go, Yang. Filipinos speak Tagalog. Yeah, so the Philippines. The Philippines. Oh, yes. If you're just joining, the topic for today are or is the U.S. states, the 50 U.S. states. And we are talking about two states today, Alaska 
and Nevada. What is that? If Alaska is a rich state, is this state sharing his money with the other states? Um, it depends. Because last week I talked about federal government and state government. So everyone who works in Alaska will pay federal taxes to our capital in Washington, D.C., but some taxes stay in Alaska. So yes and no. Mahmood, my accent is like a Canadian accent. Hey, Bob the Canadian is going live after this live lesson. So probably most people know Bob the Canadian, but if you don't, yeah, so Tagalog, Yang said, it is the Philippines. It is the native language of the country of the Philippines. Look at that. Yang is from the Philippines. So I'm wondering, is Tagalog your native language? Whereas this English Joy says, yeah, there's nothing to do in Alaska. Well, we will talk about a couple things you can do in Alaska, but if you like the outdoors, hunting, fishing, those are big, big, big in there. Which state is the poorest? That is a good question. I promise if you stick with this channel, we will cover the poorest state. I don't know that answer, but if I had to guess, New Mexico, Louisiana, Arkansas, West Virginia, one of those states, I think. I'm not sure. Can I participate? Yes, you're participating now. You just left a comment. We can see you. All right, Tagalog, 3.4% of Alaskans speak Tagalog as their native language. Yeah, the United States is a big country, lots of different kinds of people. Lots, it's very diverse, we would say. Hitchum, hope you're doing well. Let's learn some more about Alaska. We need to talk about this guy. How did Alaska become a state? Freddie mentioned earlier that Russia is somehow involved with Alaska. So the U.S. government bought Alaska from Russia in 1867. And this person in the picture, William H. Seward, is the guy from the U.S. government who bought Alaska. Now, he wasn't one of our U.S. presidents, but he was in charge of buying Alaska from Russia. William H. Seward. We will talk about him in a second. But the leader of Russia at the time was this guy named Tsar Alexander II. Now, why would Tsar Alexander II want to get rid of Alaska? Why would they want to sell Alaska to the United States? Well, I think English Joy said it best a couple minutes ago. There's nothing up there. It's kind of a wasteland. A wasteland. A wasteland is, where is it here? Alaska was known as a wasteland for a long time. 
lots of snow up there, but not a whole lot else. So at the time, Russia was fighting a war in Crimea. They needed money. There wasn't a whole lot in Alaska. Snow. Snow's not worth a whole lot of money. So they, there was a, let's talk about sea otters too. When Russia was using Alaska, one of the businesses there was sea otters. They kill sea otters for their fur. But so many sea otters were killed that there wasn't many left. And so there wasn't a lot of money to be made in the United States in Alaska. So Russia sold Alaska to the United States. And a lot of students growing up in the United States will hear of this thing called Seward's Folly. Okay, my alarm is going off. That means I almost forgot. I would like to turn on members only chat right now just to uh, say thank you to all of the channel members. Hey Siri, set my alarm for five minutes. I set alarm okay. She did it. So just so I don't forget to turn off members only, as a thank you to channel members, I want to give them a chance to be the only ones who can chat for five minutes and ask the questions they would like to. So in the United States, students growing up, going to American schools, they might hear of this thing called Seward's Folly. Talked about this guy, William Seward. He made a mistake. A folly is an old way to say a mistake. So for a long time, the American citizens were wondering, why did we pay all of this money for this state that doesn't have any more sea otters, just has snow, Two things are going to be discovered in Alaska that's going to make it the 12th richest state. Does anybody in the chat want to guess what was discovered in Alaska that made it rich? Fang, I am in the state of Maine. No way. Michigan is the poor state. I know Freddie, Freddie probably looked that up or he, um, he's a very smart man. So maybe he knows this. Uh, how many States have I visited? Williams is in Argentina. I think I have visited 19 States. I've taught English in a lot of States. If you look at the, um, I think I might've lost Instagram. Um, yeah, if you look at the road trip I did back in 2021, I visited a lot of states. It's four parts. Oh, hang on. Abid, golden fish. Fish is definitely one of the ones. Gold is definitely one of the ones. And we're going to talk about one other thing that made it really... Oh, there you go, Sid. Gas or oil. Yes, oil is going to be discovered. There you go, oil. 
What? Why are we getting so many people that you are participating? Yeah, there you go. You're in there. That's a great question. I'm not sure if they speak Russian in Alaska anymore. When I did my research, Russian was not one of the languages that was spoken the most. English, native Alaskan languages, Tagalog. All right, hey, look at this guy. Arone from Italy. Oil. Yes. So a folly is a mistake, but you will not hear that too often. It's an old way to say a mistake. So Alaska was known as a wasteland for a long time. But then guess what happens? It has been said gold was discovered in the 1890s, which caused many people to move to Alaska in hopes of becoming rich. And we, we will see that happen. If you watch all of the 50 states lessons, you will see that happen quite a bit. Gold or silver, when we talk about Nevada next, gold or silver will be discovered and it will cause people to move to this territory. Well, that happened in the 1890s in Alaska. And a lot of people moved there to become rich. Unfortunately for them, not many people became rich. There was a lot of gold, but not a lot of people got the gold. A few people did, and they became rich. Probably fish. Harry, you are correct. The fishing industry today in Alaska, also crabs. Crabbing, the crabbing industry in Alaska, lots of money there. Oh, all right. Thank you. Thank you, Siri. She set my alarm for five minutes. So let's go back to everybody chatting here on YouTube. Thank you so much. Right there. Thank you so much, channel members. If you would like to become a channel member, there is a link there. You can get some extra bonus lessons once a week, chat with us on the private Discord, and gold members, there is a volley space, which we talk every week. Crab. Mm. Hey, uh, there's another state called Maryland that's also known for their crabs. And um, yeah, very good. Uh, Jamie and I, if we are in the right mood, we like to have crab cakes. Good stuff. Hello. Hopefully you're doing well. All right. The next one. Hawaii. Why are we going to talk about Hawaii when we talk about Alaska? Well, those two states are connected in this way. Alaska became our 49th state on January 3rd. 1959. Now you may know that the United States has 50 states. So Alaska was the 49th state. Hawaii is the 50th state. That also became a state in 1959. And the United States has not added any more states since 1959. Um, Oleg, no, Olge from Turkey. 
we were talking earlier and he was talking about Puerto Rico and Puerto Rico is not a state. It is a territory. And that is what Alaska was called before it became a state. It was a territory. So Puerto Rico is a territory. It is not a state. But every so often, there will be talk of making Puerto Rico the 51st state. But as of 2023, it is not. It's a territory of the United States. Alaska was our 49th state and Hawaii was our 50th state. Before a state becomes a state, it might be called a territory. We talked about the Philippines earlier. At one time, the Philippines were a territory of the United States, but in the 1960s, I think it was, they became an independent country. Was it 1860s? I can't remember. But at one time, the United States had the Philippines as a territory. And as we all know, the Philippines is its own country. Well, unfortunately, a major earthquake hit Alaska in 1964. It was the second most powerful earthquake ever. And if you look at that picture, an earthquake in English is when the earth shakes and it might destroy buildings. It might cause cracks in the road like you can see there. Earthquakes, not very fun. But that earthquake, the second most powerful earthquake ever, was a 9.2 on the Richter scale. And in English, that's what we call the thing that measures earthquakes, the Richter scale. The most powerful earthquake would be a 10. That's as high as the Richter scale goes. You might have a different word for it in English, but we call it the Richter scale to measure earthquakes. And that powerful earthquake in Alaska was a 9.2. Unfortunately, there were 131 people who died in that earthquake. And that earthquake caused something we call in English a tsunami. I think that is a Japanese word, a tsunami. But after an earthquake, after the ground shakes, it might cause a tsunami, which is a really big wave or a bunch of really big waves. Very, very dangerous. So dangerous that this tsunami caused people in other states to die. The earthquake caused a tsunami that killed five people in Oregon. Maybe we'll talk about that state in the future. And 12 people in California. Tsunami. Fun word to say. Not a fun word to see, though. Experience. Richter. Believe, right? Did I, did I spell that the wrong way? Richter scale. Okay. In France, it's also called the Richter scale. Did I spell it wrong? It's possible. I'm sorry if I did. 
All right. Oh, no. So um, Harry lives in Indonesia. And he said, earthquakes, so scary, comes quite often in my country because we have a lot of volcanoes. Okay, interesting. Last week, we talked about volcanoes. If you saw that lesson on natural landmarks in the United States, that might have been two weeks ago. But um, Indonesia, Japan, Alaska, California. In English, we call it the ring of fire. The ring of fire, that, that circle in the Pacific Ocean where there are a lot of volcanoes, a lot of earthquakes. So in English, we call it the ring of fire. Yeah, Yang, the Philippines would be in that ring of fire. Yeah, scary, dangerous, beautiful though. That's the thing. Um, there are a lot of volcanoes, a lot of earthquakes, but it produces very beautiful land right near the ocean. Right, I'm trying. I, there are there are about a hundred people, and I am trying to teach English and also look at the comments. But I don't think I will see every single one. Mahmoud, do earthquakes happen in America? I know in Indonesia, right? Um, so a lot of times with, I will call it the United States, because America can be Canada can be Mexico, it can be Argentina, North, South America. So in the United States, yes, earthquakes can happen. We just talked about that one in Alaska. Also, California is known for having earthquakes. Seismic. When you see that word in English, seismic, think earthquakes. Think the earth moving. All right. No, no, no. The U.S. has 50 states. 50 states. There are some other territories like Puerto Rico, Guam, the U.S. Virgin Islands. There are territories, but we only have 50 states. 50 states. All right. Just checking through the chat, making sure. Okay. I think we're good. If I didn't get your question, I will try to get it after. All right. Yes, I am a native English speaker. I grew up speaking English. I don't know. Maybe we should cover Hawaii next. I will put out a poll in a couple of weeks. We might do a few more states. We still have to do... Uh, we still have to do Nevada. Nevada won't take as long. All right, the next one. Oil was discovered in Alaska in 1968, and that really made Alaska rich. There is something called a pipeline, and here is a map. There is a pipeline that runs through Alaska it is called the Trans-Alaska Pipeline, and it brings oil from northern Alaska to southern Alaska. And then that oil 
will go all over the world. Yeah. Very rich state now. Oil was discovered in Alaska in 1968. Last week, we talked about national parks. And I talked about some very famous national parks. The Everglades, Sequoia National Forest, Acadia National Park, where I live in Maine. And Alaska has eight national parks. That is the second most of any state. California has the most. Now, each state has a capital. The capital of the United States is Washington, D.C., but each of the states has its own capital, like biggest place where government happens. And the capital of Alaska is called Juneau. I do need to take a drink of water. And as I do, how about this? Remind you of this. If this lesson is helping your English improve, don't forget to tap that like button and share it with a friend who's learning English. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't mind, hit that like button so other people will find it and maybe share the lesson. So Juno is the capital of Alaska. And if you look at that building in the picture, that is the state capitol building. If we see other state capitals, they are a lot prettier than that one. Some have golden domes on top. This one looks pretty plain to me. Pretty plain. The next thing we should talk about is the state of Nevada. And when I think of Nevada... I don't think of the state as much as I do a certain city, which we will talk about. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Let me check the chat really quickly. No question here. I have not been to Alaska. I would like to, though. I would like to. Oh. Hilton. I remember you. From Romania, right? From Romania. What is the biggest city in the state of Alaska? Well, I'm glad you asked. Look at this. The largest city is named Anchorage. Anchorage has 292,545 people. Would you like me to read that large number one more time? 292,000 545 people, Alaska. Now, the, the state of Nevada, let's talk about the population there. And remember, when you hear population, think people. How many people does the state of Nevada have? And if you look on that map, Nevada is in red. We would say Nevada is in the western part of the United States. The largest city in Nevada is Las Vegas with 3,104,614 people. Yeah, 
Maybe I should say that again. That's a hard number to read, right? We're in the millions now. So the biggest city of, of Nevada is Las Vegas. And it has 3,104,614 people. Hopefully you will never need to say a number that big in English. But if you do, there's an example of a big number with a million. But the biggest city in the United States, I'm sorry, the biggest city in Nevada is not the capital. The capital of Nevada is called Carson City. Carson City. Nevada is one of the fastest growing states in the United States. People are moving to Nevada. Yeah. A lot of Nevada is desert. So for a long time, before the invention of air conditioning, aircon, AC, you probably know that term. When it's really hot out, hopefully you can turn on the AC to make your room cooler. With the invention of AC or air conditioning, more people are willing to move to the desert. And Las Vegas is a city in the desert. Nevada is the seventh largest state. It is about the size of the country of Italy. So look at Italy on a map. Look at Nevada. They have about the same area. They are about the same size. Let's check the chat for any questions. Freddie Wolf. No, sorry, Williams. Williams. What uh, What part of the country, Nevada, Las Vegas? I think many have Mexican fluency. Do you agree? Spanish? I think so. The states around Nevada are California, Arizona, New Mexico, I know there is a lot of Spanish spoken in those three states. So I'm not sure about Nevada, but I would think, yeah, probably. Probably a lot of Spanish spoken in Nevada. What is special about Alaska? Oh, maybe watch on replay. We went over a few things that were special. Snow, it's probably not too special. Oil, maybe that is the most special thing. Kurdistan, I do know about Kurdistan. Yes. Yes, I know. I know Iraqi Kurdistan, but I know Kurdistan is also in other countries like Syria, Turkey, I believe, right? The Kurdish people, great people, great people. Do I communicate with Muslims in the United States? Yes. Some of my students in my classroom are actually Muslim. And sometimes, um, no, we don't have Ramadan off, but um, sometimes students will celebrate Ramadan. Yeah. Fasting. Amina is here. What is going on? I hope the oil change went well. Okay. Harry. I'm wondering why some of the borders are straight lines. All right, let's look at this map here of the United States. It's a great question. So the country started 
on the right side of the map. Not sure if you can see my cursor, but it started on the East Coast. So the states over there are pretty small. Our original 13 colonies, the first 13 states, are on the East Coast. And I think what happened was people got lazy. Just like, ah, just put this state here, put this state here. The states get bigger as you go west. So laziness, I think. Ah, whatever. We just draw a straight line. Just put that on the map. That, that there, there's your state right there. Boom. Call it Nevada. We're good. Moving on. What's the next state? Yeah, I think they just got just got bored. Freddie Wolf always bringing the knowledge. The name of the state of Nevada refers to the snow-capped mountain range, Sierra Nevada, which eventually gave rise to the name Nevada, which means snow-capped. Snow-capped. So a snow-capped mountain means the bottom of the mountain doesn't have snow, but the top does. Snow-capped mountain. The cap, the top. I'm wearing a cap on my head right now. All right, lots in the chat. I probably won't get to everybody. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Mahmood is wondering, will there be a live stream next Saturday? I don't think so. My daughter has an appointment with a school out of state. We will be going there, but I think I will be filming another hotel English lesson. Marco, hope you're doing well. Manuel. Nevada and Spanish snowed. This country belongs to Spain. Yes, it did for a while. Um, I think in the members chat, there was talk about, yes, in the Discord, about a lot of the names in Nevada having Spanish names. And it's exactly as Manuel said, the Spanish from that country in Spain, the Spanish controlled that part of the United States for a long time. Ah, Tanya. Thank you. California is the richest state. Is it? Cuz I know I know California does have a homeless problem, people without houses. Um but yeah, probably some very rich people there. A lot of technology there. All right. What is my favorite state? Probably the state I live in, Maine. Oh, Hilton, I'm sorry, Brazil. I'm sorry, Brazil. All right. I have not visited Sri Lanka. I would love to visit Colombo and Candy one day, though. All right, let's do it. Washington State. Maybe that will win. I would like to do all of the 50 states one day. But Bob the Canadian is going live in just a few minutes. And I have a few more things I would like to talk about with Nevada to help you improve your English and to learn a little bit more about American culture. So we already talked about the median income of a state. If you remember, Alaska was 77,000. My state, 63,000. The median income in Nevada $60,000, sorry, let me read that correctly, $60,365. So 
Not as rich as Alaska. Not as rich as my state. Las Vegas, big city, 3 million people. Okay. Now, Siri. Come on. Can you hear that? I said city, but I don't even want to say his name again. Uh, But he came on. So in Las Vegas, Sin City, that is the nickname for Las Vegas. There is a lot of gambling that goes on in Las Vegas. A lot of people will lose their money when they go to a casino in Las Vegas. But Las Vegas does have two professional sports teams. They have a hockey team and they have a football team. The hockey team is called the Las Vegas Golden Knights. They play hockey. And the football team is called the Las Vegas Raiders, which sounds very strange to me because as a kid growing up, they were known as the LA Raiders. They were from the city of Los Angeles. And also before that, they were the Oakland Raiders, which is another city in California. But guess what? Just like with Alaska, when gold was found, many people moved to Alaska. Silver was found in Nevada. So there was a silver rush in Nevada in 1859. Many people moved to Nevada in hopes of becoming rich. What usually happens with a gold rush or a silver rush is that the first few people get all the money. A lot of people move out. They don't make any money. All right, lots in the chat. Jeez, Audie. (laughs) Yeah, remember we said earlier, Audie has been to Las Vegas. I have never been to Las Vegas. My mom went to Las Vegas with my sister, but I have never been. But it seems like Audie likes to play blackjack. You never lose? Audie. Audie, nicely done. Harry says they know they will lose their money, but they keep visiting. Fun fact. Yeah, that is why I don't gamble. I just don't. I I don't I always lose. I think that's what happens when you play any casino games is you lose. That's how they keep building bigger and bigger casinos. Um, Jonathan, if I want to go to the U.S., what state should I visit like an immigrant? What's the best place to work without problems? That's a good question. I think there are many states you can move to. I know a lot of immigrants will come to New York first, New York City. That might be an option. Audie the tie. He dropped a super sticker. Thank you, Audie. I have a little something for you, my friend. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, Audie, that's very kind of you. I'm going to leave that up there for a minute while we continue to talk about Nevada. One of the things that you will know about Nevada is that they have been famous for testing atomic weapons, nuclear weapons, 
We call that a mushroom cloud in that picture. Very bad things. The U.S. has a lot of nuclear weapons. They have a lot of atomic bombs. Those are synonyms. I am sorry that the United States is the only country to use nuclear weapons in war. Pretty embarrassing. But one of the states where atomic weapon testing happened the most was in Nevada. And as I said before, Nevada has a lot of desert. There's just a lot of desert in Nevada. And it made for a very good place to test these weapons where fewer people would get hurt. Some people near the test sites have developed cancer, which is not good. But Nevada was once a state where many nuclear weapons were tested. Over a thousand nuclear weapons were detonated in the desert of Nevada. And if that word detonated is new, think of exploded, detonated. Hopefully that helps. One of my favorite parts about, let's go to this one first. One of my favorite things to talk about when it comes to Nevada is this place called Area 51. Wait, no, it's not Area 51. It's Area 54, isn't it? Oh, no. Why did I write that area? I want to give you the wrong. It's Area 51. Why did that not sound right to me? Okay, phew. Area 51. It's this part of Nevada where there is an Air Force base. So our U.S. military has part of it that is called the Air Force. And they work with planes quite a bit, airplanes, fighter jets. And there is an Air Force base called Area 51 in Nevada. So Area 51 is the name of a secret Air Force base where th some people think aliens and their UFO were hidden. Some people think in the deserts of Nevada where there is this Air Force base, some call Area 51, there was a UFO that crashed there and the aliens were kept there. UFO, just it stands for Unidentified Flying Object. If you can identify something, you can see it, you can name it. If it's unidentified, it's a mystery. So a UFO is something in the sky that you're not sure of. So maybe it has aliens. But Area 51 is something that you will hear. And if you take a look at that sign... In the picture right now, it says restricted area. No trespassing. That means you cannot go there. Yeah. The American people cannot go to Area 51. It is secret. Yeah. I'm not sure if anyone has ever heard of that, Area 51. But Tanya, what is my favorite state? I would probably have to say... Maine. That is the state I live in. 
Yeah, I'm not sure why it's called Area 51. There are parts of Nevada that are called like Area 1, Area 2, but it only goes up to 30. So I'm not sure how 51 became its name. But if you would like to do a little more research on Area 51, it might be kind of nice. It's it's fascinating. I'm not sure if I believe that there were aliens kept there, but there were a lot of aircraft that were like very new and the U the US government was testing there. So maybe that's why they thought that was uh, an alien spaceship because it was just such a new jet. China is in the house. Hello, brother. Hopefully you're doing well. All right, it is 10.05. My buddy, Bob the Canadian, he is going live on his channel. I would love to get the link for you. Let me see if I can look this up. Bob the Canadian. He is going, Bob the Builder. No, Bob the Canadian. Come on. I will drop the link for Bob the Canadian in the chat. It might just, just take a minute. You probably all know Bob the Canadian, right? The man is a legend. He has over a million subscribers. I am going to drop the link. Yeah. Bob the Canadian. Come on. Everybody knows Bob the Canadian, right? Well, that is the link for Bob the Canadian. Click that link. I am going to go over to Bob the Canadian's chat. Maybe I will see you there. When you go over there, say, hey, I'm coming from Speak English with this guy. Let everybody know you are coming from my chat. We will tell Bob the Canadian you're all coming from here. Good. Bangladesh. Mega. I didn't know you were here. Mega's from India. All right. And Yulia Williams. I know you from him. That's right. A lot of people know me from Bob the Canadian. He has helped this channel out a lot. All right. Done. Yang. I will see you over in Bob the Canadians. Let them know. Taiwan. Nice, Mike. Let them know you are coming from my chat. Thank you so much, everyone. I hope this English lesson has improved your English. And uh, I'll see you very soon with another English lesson. Adios, amigos. What is going on, everyone? I hope you are doing well. I hope you are ready to improve your English because in this English lesson, we are going to be talking about the state of Vermont. And it is my goal over the next couple years to explain every state that we have in the United States. We have 50 of them. So far on this channel, we have talked about three, Alaska, Nevada, and Arkansas. You can check out those videos on this channel, and there will be a playlist of all of the states. This is the fourth one. This is Vermont, and it is a state that is near and dear to my heart. And we'll talk about it right here. So if you look at the bottom, I have a couple sentences for you.
And this is the way the lesson will work. I will talk about the state of Vermont, hopefully very clearly, just fast enough so you can understand me. And I will have sentences that appear at the bottom. So let's talk about the first two. Vermont is a state that is near and dear to my heart. I was born in Vermont. So it is my birth state. But before we get too far into the lesson, I would like to thank you. Because if you see down there, there are thousands of English teachers on social media, maybe even tens of thousands, maybe even millions. There might be more English teachers than there are English learners. And the fact that you are watching this lesson, that you chose to watch me, well, it means a lot. Thank you so much for choosing to watch this lesson. I will do my best to help you improve. Now, we do have a couple people joining us here today. There are 60 people. I think there will be fewer people here than usual, and that might be good. You might be able to ask your questions. If you see in the bottom, uh, there's something scrolling across the screen and it says there is a link in the description so you can ask your questions. But I would like to say hello to a few people. Luke is here. Luke is here. Mahmood, what's going on? Yulia, I know Yulia. Hey, Filippo from Italy. I've heard that there are some floods in Italy. I hope you are safe. There have been a couple new channel members I would like to give a shout out to. Right there, I'll make this a little bigger. Lino, thank you so much for being a channel member. He is a gold channel member. Make sure you check out the Slack link. There is a Slack link. And I do have some more information for you. So thank you so much for becoming a member. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. Yeah, we also have a Discord server. And there is a new Google Classroom. So there are some links for an upcoming lesson about Amelia Earhart in the Google Classroom. I apologize. I cannot read this script, but there is a new member who decided to join us. Thank you so much. Got a little something for you. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. And we have one more. Another name. I'm sorry. I can't pronounce it. But this person became a silver member, so it is only right. I recognize you right here. Thank you so much. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. Yes, thank you so much. There are a bunch of links, a bunch of extra lessons for you. You get your name in green. It's good stuff to become a member. I tried to provide a lot of extra for the members. 
I think I saw Tanya in here too. Tanya from Germany. Welcome, Frank. Hope you're doing well. Luke, Osama, a lot of familiar names. Chris, I recognize you. Yeah, so we are going to talk about the state of Vermont. And as Mahmoud says, he is from Mauritania. He said he didn't know a lot about the state of Vermont. And that's my goal for this channel over the next couple of years, like I said, to cover every state. It's good to know the culture if you are studying English. And many people have said they would like to learn about each of the 50 states. That's what we are doing today. Vermont, the state that is near and dear to my heart. So let's talk a little bit about where Vermont is located. I have a map for you. It's right there. I can make it a little bigger. But Vermont is in the red. And you can see there is a sentence there for you. It says, Vermont is a state in the northeastern part of the United States. Yeah, really close to Canada. In fact, let's talk about what borders Vermont. Like, what is on the edge of Vermont? Well, you can see there are two states, New Hampshire and New York, and even a country that borders Vermont. Vermont is bordered by Canada. So let's read this sentence here. New Hampshire and New York border Vermont. Canada also borders the state. We got to talk a little history here. A little history. Before the United States became a country, there were colonies and there were 13 of them. You might hear the original 13 colonies. Those are the first 13 states of the United States. You see, the United States fought a war against England and we won. And then we became our own state, or sorry, our own country with 13 states. Well, Vermont is unique because it is the first state to join the United States after those first 13 colonies. Vermont is the 14th state, the first state after the original 13 colonies. So maybe we should do a lesson on the original 13 states. Not today, maybe one day, but my state of Maine, see if I can make this bigger. Maine is all the way up in the corner. It is really close to Vermont, but Maine was not one of the 13 original colonies because it was part of Massachusetts. Massachusetts, a state a lot of people have trouble saying. So if you look at that flag, the original 13 colonies, that was the flag. And if you count those stars, there are 13 of them. Each of those stars represent one of the colonies, and then those colonies became states once we beat England in a war. Did I mention that? English with Lucy. She's, she's British. 
She's from England. I wonder how she feels about little old United States beating her country so many years ago. No way. Pacey, I've been to Vermont before. It's a nice place, especially if you like wildlife and best of all, syrup. We will be talking about maple syrup very soon. Freddie Wolf, welcome. Yeah, I know it's late in France. I know it's late in a lot of parts of the world. I have a feeling a lot of people will be watching this lesson on replay. Czech Republic's in the house. Welcome. Lick, hope you're doing well. Mortania, more people from Mortania. Hope you're doing well. If you are watching, wait, what? I never, hang on. We need to stop the lesson. Mahmood said he loves my hair. I never get compliments on my hair because I'm going bald. I'm losing my hair, but I've spoken to Mahmood about my hair a few times. I don't think he means that. I think he's just trying to make me feel better. Well, it worked, Mahmood. Thank you. Hey, Dima, I love this state too because I was born in this state. Yeah, maple syrup is very famous in Canada. You might have heard of Bob the Canadian. Shout out to Bob the Canadian. Canada has good maple syrup, but I think as an American, the United States has better maple syrup. Some people may disagree with me, but... Okay, Freddie says it's similar to the EU, the EU's flag, the European Union in English. That's what we call it. Not Britain anymore, not England anymore. They left. I wonder how they feel about that. All right, Kurdistan is in the house. Welcome. I just watched a video about Kurdistan. It's a good one. All right, back to the lesson. Back to the lesson, Bangladesh is in the house. So let's talk about the capital city of Vermont. And that city is called Montpelier. Montpelier. The United States has a capital. That capital is Washington, D.C. But every state also has a capital. And that is where the government is held that is the most important city in the state for government. The governor, that is the person who leads the government in a state. The president leads the whole country, but a governor will lead the state. And that governor lives in the capital. And the capital of, Mont of Vermont is the city of Montpelier. Let's talk about this. Lots of mountains in Vermont. In fact, Freddie might know this. If you speak French, you might already know Vermont means Green Mountain. It is known as the Green Mountain State because of its beautiful green mountains. If you look behind me, the lights are green. The banner below is green. My shirt, it, oh, 
I'm wearing a red shirt. Maybe I should have worn a green shirt for Vermont. Vermont's capital city is Montpelier. That's how we say it in English. Montpelier. And guess what? Montpelier is the smallest state capital in the United States. There are only about 8,000 people who live in the city. Trivia question. Does anybody know which state capital has the most people that live in it? I'll give you five seconds. It's a hard one. I had to look it up. I did not know this. Which state capital has the most people living in it? You probably could Google. And if you are waiting around, do you mind hitting that like button? It might help other people find the English lesson. I got it. Five. And remember, the state capital is not the biggest city in that state. Sometimes like New York, New York City has like 8 million people, but it's not the capital of the state of New York. The capital of New York State is a city called Albany. Ooh, that's a good guess. That's a good guess. New York. We're just, we're just talking about the state of Vermont today. I'm trying to keep this lesson kind of short. So only, oh, that's a good guess. Only questions about Vermont. Good guess. Los Angeles is not the capital of California. It's uh, another city called Sacramento. Argentina. I heard there was a holiday there. Williams was saying that. Here we go. Gotcha. Montpelier is the smallest, but the largest is a city called Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. The largest state capital is Phoenix, Arizona with 1.6 million people. It's a pretty big city for the United States. For some countries, like maybe China or Japan or even Russia, they have a lot of big cities there. You might say 1.6 million people. It's not that many people. Well, in the United States, our cities are not as big as some places. So it's pretty big for us. All right, the next one, let's take a look at, oh, I should mention this. Just to make English more difficult, if you look at that capital, the way that is spelt, Vermont's capital, it's where government is. If you look at our national capital, our nation's capital, Washington, D.C., there's a famous building there called the Capitol Building. Maybe you have seen it before, but guess what? It's spelled differently. Don't ask me why. Some people will ask me, hey, why is it like this in English? And sometimes I just have to say, we always break the rules in English. There are no real rules. Doesn't make any sense. All right, so 
I am going to take that banner away because it can be a little distracting. Just know that if you would like to ask a question about Vermont, and if I miss it in the chat, put it in the put it in the form, and I definitely won't I won't miss it. And right now we have zero questions there about Vermont. So check the description. There is a link to a Google form. I will check that in a couple minutes. All right, back to this Capitol building. What about this? Did you know that every state has a bird? Like where I live, the bird is the chickadee. When we cover Maine, I will mention the chickadee. Vermont has a state bird and it is called the hermit thrush. Not sure if you ever need to know that, but I have a sentence below that might help you with your English. I will read the sentence. You can read it. It will help your English reading. You can listen to the sentence that will help your English listening. And maybe you would like to repeat the sentence, practice your speaking after. The state bird of Vermont is the hermit thrush, which sings a beautiful song. I looked for the song that might uh, be heard if a, a hermit thrush is nearby. I couldn't find it, but I think it's beautiful. I'm not a bird person, are you? But I did do an entire English lesson on birds and nuts, if you would like to look it up. There is a question I asked earlier in the week if anybody had any questions, and Shafe did. Here's this man's question. Hi, hope you're doing great. I am doing great. I know Vermont is famous for maple syrup production. Can you shed some light on that? Really great question there. Can you shed some light on that? It's an idiom meaning, can you give me more information? Well, Shafe, glad you asked. And yes, I can. Just in case you didn't know what maple syrup was in English, it's that stuff. It tastes really good on pancakes. Little butter, little maple syrup. And maple syrup is a treat in Vermont. It is made from the sap of maple trees. That might be something new for you. I think next year, we have a whole Sunday in Maine devoted to maple syrup. A lot of farms will open their doors. People can visit. I think I might do an English lesson next year about maple syrup. But that Sunday only happens in March. So I'll have to wait, but be on the lookout. There might be an English lesson about maple syrup very soon less than a year. What about this? Maybe you are a flower person. Each state has a special flower and the flower of Vermont is the red clover. The state flower of Vermont is the red clover, which is a pretty purple flower. If you are listening 
on the podcast. You can't see it, but take my word for it. It's a pretty flower. It is a pretty flower. I happen to have red clover growing on my lawn. So, and I just mowed the lawn two days ago. I mowed some red clover. It is blooming this time of year. Danny, she's from France. She also had a question. Hi, Brent. Is it right that in Vermont, you can still find an important French-speaking community? Or was that the case in the past? Now they all died out. Thank you in advance for your answer. Yeah, I have bad news. I have bad news because the same thing is happening in my state. So I'm 47 years old. And my grandparents, when they were around, they would probably be about 100 now. There were some Canadians who came down to my state and in Vermont to work in the factories. And French was spoken where I live. But unfortunately, so many of the people who spoke French at one time have died. Like Danny said, that there isn't as much French spoken in Vermont as there used to be. So the short answer, Danny, is no. It is, it is dying out. Yeah, the French language in Vermont is dying out, just like it is dying out here in Maine, which is pretty sad. Okay. I hope I can say this name correctly. I can't. Mr. W. How about that? Mr. W. Where does the name Vermont come from? Does it have anything to do with the French language? And yes, it does. We already talked about Vermont being the Green Mountain State. And so in Vermont, I'm sorry, in French, Vermont literally means Green Mountains. So yes, Vermont. Freddie, how did I do? How did my French sound? Vermont. Love it. Natalia's here. She is from Chile. Chile. If you could eat only one flavor in your pancakes, do you prefer maple syrup or apple? No, 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 no. Maple syrup all day long. Blueberry pancakes, lots of butter, lots of maple syrup. So good. So good. Oh, thank you, Mahmood. That was very nice of you. No way. You will see a lot of maple streets in the United States as well. Yeah. Maybe, I think there's one in my town, probably. Maple Street or Maple Avenue. When is the best time to go leaf peeping? We will talk about foliage soon. But since it's mentioned, great question. In the fall, we will talk about it again. But yeah, people will visit New England, that's the part of the country that Vermont is in, and they will go leaf peeping. Around October, late September, the leaves on the trees will turn from green to yellow, orange, red. It's quite beautiful. 
And people who come here are called leaf peepers. Good question. Honey, you prefer honey on your pancakes. Okay. Okay. I still got to stick with uh, maple syrup though. What about this? Natalia just mentioned apples. And Vermont is famous for apples. It's famous for apple cider. I think I have something here for you. Yes. Right here. Vermont is famous for its delicious apples and apple cider. So in English, we have apple juice and we also have apple cider. Apple cider is more natural. There's less sugar. So apple cider will go bad more quickly than apple juice. If that makes any sense. It will turn sour. It will go bad. We usually use go sour with just milk. But hopefully that helps you. Like the apple cider will turn bad more quickly than apple juice. Not as natural, the apple juice. There is a beautiful lake in between the state of Vermont and New York, and it is called Lake Champlain. Lake Champlain is a big state that borders Vermont. It's fun to go boating or fishing there. Lake Champlain. I have never been to Lake Champlain, but it is on the western side of Vermont, really close to New York. Here we go. Foliage. Foliage. It's just another name for leaves. <clears throat> Excuse me. Leaves on a tree. But when they are turning color, you will probably hear foliage. I might need to take a drink. I've been teaching at school all day. There's a sentence for you. I'm going to play a little something for you to remind you that you should like, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe share it with a friend. And I'm going to take a drink just so I can talk again. If this lesson is helping your English improve, don't forget to tap that like button and share it with a friend who's learning English. All right. I think that's better. Hopefully my voice will hold up. Oh, Freddie Wolf. That's, that's too hard for me. That's too hard. Yeah, leaf peeping. I think we answered that, didn't we? Leaf peeping. All right, going through, going through here. Jacques, <clears throat> I think the biggest town in the United States is New York City. New York City. Oh, what? Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather not talk about eugenics. Yeah, Natalia, I don't want to get, I don't want to get canceled. Yeah, eugenics is something that, um, at least in the, I don't think it's talked about anywhere. Yeah, it's um, about a hundred years ago, but I don't want to talk about, uh, don't want to talk about eugenics. Oof. No, look it up. Look up eugenics. It's pretty nasty. All right. So um, I don't think I've read this sentence here about foliage yet, about the pretty leaves on the trees in the fall. But here's a sentence. 
In the fall, Vermont's trees turn vibrant colors like orange, red, and yellow. Vibrant means a lot of color. A lot of color. Yeah, this is just uh, Freddie is wondering what's in my what's in my drink. It's just water. Just water. It's good. It's good. Right, water. Water's good for you. Omran. Omran, he lives in the United Arab Emirates, but he's from a beautiful country called Syria. I would love to visit one day, maybe Aleppo. Seems beautiful. And he dropped a super sticker, which I would love to thank him for right here. And maybe I'll take another drink. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Omron, thank you very much. That means so much. I mean, thank you so much. All right. Foliage we just talked about. But did you know that each state actually has a state animal? A state animal. And I have something for you here. The state animal of Vermont is the Morgan horse, which is a strong and friendly horse breed. The Morgan horse. I, I don't know much about the Morgan horse. I know what a horse is. I don't know how the Morgan horse is any different from a regular horse. Just in my research, I found it was strong and friendly, which sounds pretty good to me. Excuse me. Drinking water sometimes. Can't talk as well after. Oh, here's the beautiful. Covered bridges. Take a look at that. You have a bridge and it is wooden and it has a roof on it. And behind the that bridge, there are some beautiful trees. Some nice foliage behind that covered bridge. And uh, Vermont doesn't have the most covered bridges of any state. That's Pennsylvania. But it does have a lot of covered bridges. When I think of Vermont, I also think of covered bridges. Cheese, which we're going to get to very shortly. Maple syrup and covered bridges. What about this? Dairy farms. Anytime you see dairy dairy think milk so it could be cheese could be cottage cheese but dairy it is the stuff that comes from cows so the milk and then whatever the milk products become Let's see do i have a oh we'll talk about the monarch butterfly yet uh, in a little bit so i don't have a picture for dairy but just know when you hear dairy, think of milk, think of cheese, and think of my favorite dairy product, that is ice cream. Ben and Jerry's ice cream is made in Vermont, and they have many delicious fit flavors. My favorite flavor of ice cream from Ben and Jerry's is something called chocolate therapy. It's really chocolatey. Do you know that adjective chocolatey means really chocolatey. It means a lot of chocolate. 
chocolatey. It's good stuff. All right, let me check the uh, the form. We do have a question. Look at this. It's from Mahmood. Let me see if I can share this with you. Look at that. There it is. I haven't read the question yet. I, I think Mahmood is probably not going to say any bad things. Omran, thank you so much. I will put that up there. That means so much. Thank you. Let's see what Mahmood said. I think I can make it a little bigger. All right. Can you read that as I read it? Okay, let's do it. I can read it. Hey, Brent. I just wanted to take a moment to express my gratitude for all the amazing English lessons you provide on your YouTube channel. Your teaching style is so clear and engaging, and I always feel like I'm learning something new. That is beautiful. Thank you so much. I wanted to ask if you have any plans for a live stream this upcoming Saturday. I find them to be incredibly helpful and enjoyable, and I always look forward to tuning in. Thank you again for all that you do, and I hope you have a wonderful day. A couple hearts there. That is, that if you want to see some perfect English right there, that is a perfectly written statement. Two paragraphs there, commas all in the right place. It's good stuff. Mahmood, well done again. Remember last live stream, I think he nailed it. So yes, this Saturday, there will be another live stream about a very famous American pilot. Her name is Amelia Earhart. So I will have sentences again. I will have pictures again. Channel members, if you would like to become a channel member, there is going to be a special bonus vocabulary lesson for Amelia Earhart. And there is a list of vocabulary words on a Quizlet. Check it out. If you are a subscriber on Facebook or if you are a member on YouTube, there's a link for a Google Classroom. It's brand new. So hopefully that will be very helpful. Amelia Earhart. And there is a, there is a poll on my Facebook community tab asking, do you know Amelia Earhart? The last time I checked, I think like 25% of the people who answered did, but 75% had never heard of Amelia Earhart. So we'll talk about her on Saturday. Mahmood, thank you so much for the question. All right, back to this. The monarch butterfly. Look at that. What a beautiful animal, the monarch butterfly. We'll talk about what monarch means in English. But I think, let me find it. I think I have a sentence for you right there. The state butterfly. Who knew that Vermont had a special butterfly? Well, they do. And the state butterfly of Vermont is the monarch butterfly, which has beautiful orange and black wings. So I'm sorry if you are listening to the podcast, you can't see that beautiful butterfly. Guess you'll just have to trust me. It's beautiful. But maybe you don't know what monarch is. So let's talk about that. 
you might hear that in English. A monarch is someone who rules over a country like a king or a queen. They are a monarch. Presidents are not monarchs, are not monarchs. There's a typo there. Come on, Brent. You're supposed to be an English teacher. No typos. All better. Presidents are not monarchs. Just kings and queens. Princes, princesses, monarchs. Whoever rules over the country, if they are royalty, they're a monarch. Look at this. Vermont is a small state. Vermont has a small population, which means there is plenty of space to enjoy nature. When you see population, think people. How many people who live in a state that is called their population? So the population of my state is a little over a million people. The population of Vermont is a little under a million people. I think I forgot. I think it's, let's check. Hey Siri, what is the population of the state of Vermont? Ooh, smaller than I thought. Can you see that? Probably not. I will read this large number for you. Can you see that? There you go. Large number. 643,077 people. 643,000 people. Pretty small. Just a little over a half a million people. Vermont has many... Let me start that again. Let's get rid of this picture. We're not talking about butterflies anymore. Vermont has many small towns with cozy houses and friendly people. Cozy. I love that word, cozy. What does it mean? Well, look at this picture. Look at this picture. To me, that is very cozy. You have somebody sitting by the fireplace it looks like they have a nice cup of something warm, maybe tea, maybe coffee. They have some nice fuzzy socks on. Cozy. Got a sentence for you. I feel cozy when it is cold outside, but I am reading a book under a blanket by the fireplace. That's that's how I would describe cozy. It's a nice warm feeling in your heart. So I will read that again. Hopefully that will explain what cozy is. I feel cozy when it is cold outside, but I am reading a book under a blanket by the fireplace. Oh yeah. Vermont, I think, can be a pretty cozy state with many cozy houses and friendly people. All right here. Just checking the chat here. Uh, Filippo, no, I don't think I did see your question about Vermont on the Discord. No, feel free. Drop it here in the chat. Yeah. Oh, Natalia. Quaint and cozy are really close. Quaint. When I hear quaint, I think also small, small, 
So cozy doesn't have to be small. It can be. But when I hear quaint, simple, kind of small, not a lot of decorations. Oscar, what's going on? Thank you for being a channel member. Yeah, Mahmood, let's talk about that number again. Can we? Can I bring it up? Hey, Siri, what is the population of Vermont? All right, I'm going to write it in the chat here, and then I'll say it again. Yeah, big numbers can be pretty difficult, especially when there isn't anything in the hundredths place. Oh, my gosh, would I like to visit Bangladesh? Of course. Dakar? Love to. All right, so I'm going to read this big number here. Mahmoud, just because you had such a beautiful um, paragraph written. 643,077. 643,077. Hope that helps. Yeah. Omar, thank you so much. That was a big one. That was a nice one. Thank you so much. We got a few more, I think, here. Let's see what else. Oh, this might be the last one. Might be the last one. Motto. The state motto. It's like words you live by. Somebody's motto. It's like state motto of Vermont. They have a motto. They have words they live by. It's a little saying they think about. The state motto of Vermont is freedom and unity, which means people are free to be themselves, but also work together. That's what that unity means. And I wanted to, to teach you this because it can be helpful where you are reading or you come across a word you don't know, but you see part of the word, it might help you know a word you've never seen before. So here is a Latin and Greek root, uni. Whenever you see uni in English, think one. So unity, that means the people are together. They are, they are one. So when you see uni in English, think one, unicycles. That's what a unicycle looks like. It only has one wheel, unlike a bicycle, which has two wheels. If someone wears a uniform at work, they probably look like everyone else at work. We talked about apples earlier. Apples are healthy. McDonald's is not so healthy. But if you work at McDonald's, you probably have to wear a uniform. Like everybody is wearing the same thing. It's like they are one person. So if you walk into a McDonald's and you see somebody wearing a uniform, you know they work there. So you can give them your order. Maybe somebody spilled something. You can say, hey, do you have a mop and a bucket? I need to pick this up. That's it. That is our lesson on Vermont. I hope you found it helpful. About 45 minutes. You can always rewatch it 
if you would like to learn more about Vermont or you didn't catch something, maybe I was speaking too quickly. You can also check out Arkansas or the lesson on Alaska and Nevada, the fourth state that we've done about the U.S. states. There are some older ones about California, New York, Florida. I will redo them. I'm not sure that they are that good. All right. That is it. Just checking the chat, making sure I didn't miss anything. All right. I'm going to now work on the English lesson for Amelia Earhart. So I hope you will be able to join me Saturday morning, regular time, probably a few more people in the audience at that time. We have 50 people watching right now on Facebook and YouTube. So I would like to thank you all. Thank you, Freddie. It was efficient as usual. Thank you. Useful and efficient. Thank you so much. Ooh. Say hello to the cat mom and the kittens. I will. I will. But um, I will just I will just say um i don't know I, di I didn't know when to talk about this but we haven't seen the mom in a little while so i hope she comes back but i haven't seen her my wife hasn't seen her and my neighbors haven't seen her since sunday and today is thursday so i'm a little worried that she either got lost or i I hope to have better news about the cat mom, but um, it's pretty sad. Yeah, we haven't seen her. And my neighbors have been looking out for her to see if she comes around. I know it's a couple English phrasal verbs there, but uh, yeah, I hope so. Every state has its own charm and hopefully we can cover all 50 states on this channel. Tanya, thank you so much. Natalia, thank you so much. Mahmood, Omran, again, Thank you so much for the very generous super chat. I do appreciate it. And I think that'll be it. Yeah. Can't wait to see you all on Saturday. I'm going to eat some dinner, but I'll be back with a good lesson, hopefully on Amelia Earhart. Again, thank you so much. Adios, amigos. Welcome, welcome, everyone. I hope you are ready to learn some English in today's English lesson, you will learn a little bit about the state of Arkansas, and also you will get a chance to practice your English listening skills. I predict that this will not be the most popular English lesson, simply because the state of Arkansas is not very well known, but I promise we will do every one of the 50 states on this channel and sometimes we have to do some of the states that are a little boring maybe. But as I was doing my research for this state, I found it quite interesting. And I hope that you will too. Learn about a state that maybe you didn't even know existed. But we are going to be talking about some, some things that Arkansas is famous for. A couple famous people, a couple famous parks. We will talk about the geography of Arkansas. We'll talk about how bad it is when it comes to education. 
But before we get too far, I would like to say hello to a few people. Mega is here from India. Hope you're doing well. Freddie Wolf, what's going on? Thomas is here. South America. It looks like Argentina is really in the house. Chile is in the house as well. Lino, hope you're doing well. Tanya, Germany is here. Modegs from Parts Unknown. Modegs is a mystery. Mr. Nobody's here. Filippo, I do need to shout out immediately. Filippo, Filippo from Italia. He is from Italy. He left a super chat before we started. So I do have a little something for him to thank you. It means so much, Filippo. I know that there are a lot of English teachers out there. And the fact that you are choosing to watch me, thank you. And the fact that you are actually dropping a generous super chat. Thank you so much, Filippo. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, that's amazing. And I did just buy a new microphone this Thursday, maybe Wednesday. You will see a new microphone. Members have seen it. I think only members have seen it so far, but the audio is better. It's a little harder to do the English lesson, but the audio is better. Speaking of English, we should probably talk about the lesson for today, right? It is about the state of Arkansas. And if you do have any questions about the state, feel free to leave your questions in a form. There is a link in the description and there is a reminder at the bottom to ask your questions there about the state of Arkansas. Members, there will be a time a little bit later where you can just drop your questions in the chat if you have them. All right, again, Filippo. Thank you so much. So let's talk a little bit here about the state of Arkansas. And what I did was I asked an AI program, artificial intelligence, some computer program to write some sentences about the state of Arkansas. Now they are a little difficult, but what I think you can do with these is listen as I pronounce them. And then if you would like, you can shadow with them. And when I say shadow, that means to repeat what I say. That will really help with your pronunciation. All right, let's do it. Today, we're talking about the U.S. state of Arkansas. Arkansas is a state located in the southern region of the United States, and it is part of the Great Plains region of North America. Now, we are not going to be talking about the Great Plains. There are other states, like Kansas. I will mention Kansas in a minute, where we will talk more about the Great Plains of the United States. But when you see plains as it is written there, it is not the thing in the sky. No, plains means flat land. So Arkansas has a bit of flat land in it. But a state like Kansas will be better to talk about the Great Plains. How about this one? The state is bordered by six states. Tennessee, Mississippi, Louisiana, 
Oklahoma, Missouri, and Texas, as well as by the Mississippi River. So the Mississippi River is one of the most important rivers in the United States. Kind of goes right down the middle of the United States. And it is on the border. It's on the edge of Arkansas. Let's practice saying big numbers in English. Arkansas has an area of 53,179 square miles and is the 29th largest state in the United States. So we have 50 states. And when we talk about largest here, that means size. That means land, not people. So Arkansas is somewhere in the middle. It's not the largest state. It's not the smallest state. It's somewhere in the middle. The state's capital is Little Rock. The population of Arkansas is just over 3 million people. So I don't know. I know that there are cities like New York City and Mexico City and Tokyo and Manila that have way more people than the entire state of Arkansas. So when it comes to people living in Arkansas, I think we can say there aren't that many, considering that the land is quite big, definitely bigger than a city like Mexico City. And the last one that this AI computer generated program wrote, the state is home to several historic sites, including the National Historic Trail of Tears, which recounts the journey of Native Americans who were forcibly removed from their lands. So I think that is pretty hard for English learners, but it is going to challenge you. And we're not going to talk about the Trail of Tears in this lesson. When we talk about a state like Oklahoma, I will talk more about the Trail of Tears, but I'm curious. Does anyone in the chat, anyone watching live right now, know what the Trail of Tears is? When we talk about American history or the history of the United States, a very dark time period was the Trail of Tears. And I would like to talk about that just briefly, just in case anyone is taking a test to become a U.S. citizen in the near future, maybe this will help you. But like I said, when we talk about the state of Oklahoma, I don't know when that will be, but we will talk way more about the Trail of Tears. Mina is here. How are you? All right, India. Nicely done. New York is in the house. Welcome. Oh, Columbia. Beautiful. Manuel, hope you're doing well, man. Now, um, Manuel says he's never been to Arkansas. And you know what? Neither have I. I would like to, though. So Natalia is, is on the right track. She says it seems so sad, this trail of tears. It is very sad. Mahmood, hope you're doing well, man. All right, because ah, Ramadan Mubarak. 
think that's Thursday or Friday, right? Um, so let's talk a little bit about the Trail of Tears. I don't see anyone in the chat who knows it. So um, it's it's not well known in American history, but it is when, okay. So for a long time before European explorers came to the Americas, came to the United States, there were people living here already. You might hear them called Native Americans. You might hear them called indigenous people. So when Europeans arrived, they wanted the land for themselves, pretty much. And there was a time when we had a president. His name was Andrew Jackson. And he really made this trail of tears thing happen. And that is when Native Americans who were living in the eastern part of the United States were forced to move to what is now Oklahoma. Forced to move. So if you were old and you had to walk thousands of miles, there was a good chance you didn't make it, that you died along the way. So it is an embarrassing part of American history. It's a piece that is is talked about in American schools. We can't forget what happened, but it's not something that we ever want to see happen here again or anywhere. So Modags, he, I think, is a student of history, and it seems like he knows a little bit about the Trail of Tears. Cotton played an important role, right? I don't know if cotton played an important role, but at the time, cotton was king, as they say in the American South at this time. So cotton was a big part of the Civil War, the American Civil War, which we will talk about, but it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me um, that cotton you know, that makes clothing, cotton in English. And uh, yeah, it could be. Maybe settlers, maybe farmers wanted more land to grow cotton. Very well could be. But it was just kind of a, a mean thing, horrible thing. A lot of Native Americans died on the Trail of Tears. Yeah, Andrew Jackson is on our $20 bill. He may not be on there for long. Harriet Tubman, if you know my other channel, American English Guy 2, I did a lesson on Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman may be on the $20 bill at some point. There's been a lot of talk about it because Andrew Jackson, yes, he was one of our presidents, but some of the things he did were a little embarrassing. And the Trail of Tears is one of the most embarrassing things that he did. All right. What's that? Manuel, you always thought that I was in Canada? Talking to me? Is Bob the Canadian in the chat? No, I'm I'm uh I'm from the United States. I'm really close to Canada, maybe a 2-hour drive, but nope. I'm not in Canada. All right, let's get rid of this. If there are any questions, please leave them in the form. But it looks like there are only a little over 100 people here today. So maybe I can 
answer some of the questions in the chat. But for me to answer questions, we, oh, hang on a second. Before the stream started, there was a new channel member. If you would like to become a channel member, there is a link in the description. It will give you bonus English videos. I release about one a week. I actually released four this week. I think it was four. So, Pablo, hope you enjoy it there. Welcome. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. Yeah, and just a, a shout out to gold members. Again, thank you for being gold members. We are switching from Volley to something called Slack. So also check the community tab for that. All right, Arkansas here. In that picture, you can see the shape of the state, what it looks like. And that in the middle is what Arkansas's flag looks like. So of course, we have a flag of the United States. It's red, white, and blue. It has stars and stripes on it. But also each state has its own flag. And that is the state flag of Arkansas. You got to love English, right? We have another state called Kansas. I have it written there. We are not talking about Kansas today, but if you look at the spellings, they, they just don't make sense. Arkansas, Kansas. I mean, it looks like it should be called Arkansas, but no, no, don't say that. It's Arkansas. So two different states, Arkansas, Kansas. Don't ask me why. I'm not sure. I didn't invent English. Whoever did must have been, I don't know, drunk. Maybe they were on some drugs. I don't know, but whoever invented English they're making it really hard for people who are trying to learn English. So Arkansas, Kansas, I don't know, sorry. So if you want to see where in the United States Arkansas is located, I grabbed this from Wikipedia and you can see that little square thing kind of in the middle is where the state of Arkansas is located. So let's talk about the exact population of Arkansas, another big number. And this was according to the year 2022. The population of Arkansas is 3,011,524. Let's read that one more time just to help you practice saying large numbers in English. The population of Arkansas is 3,011,524. So now we need to talk a little bit about slavery. Yeah, the history of the United States is quite embarrassing at times. We were a country that had slavery here. Whoa, Sita. It looks like Madi's here too. So welcome from Brazil. Looks like Saudi Arabia might be in the house. All right, welcome. Hey, and today, 
We're just focusing on the state of Arkansas. Hang on. Manual. Jefferson was a president who fought against slavery, and he had a lot of slaves, even a lot of children. LOL. Ooh. Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, let's not talk too much about him either. He's from the state of Virginia. Yeah, he had some children. Some of them were slaves of his. Yeah, let's let's not talk too much about Jefferson. A lot of embarrassing stuff. Hey, Audie, how are you? Welcome. Okay. Natalia says, Arkansas doesn't have a seashore. No, it doesn't. And we are going to be talking about landlocked in a little bit. I think they do have lakes. They do have rivers, but they do not have the ocean next to them. So they are a landlocked country. All right, focus, focus, Brent. I could stay in the chat all day, but that means we won't have a lesson. Okay, so we need to talk about slavery. It's a very embarrassing part of American history, but when Arkansas became a state, slavery was still legal in the United States. Arkansas was admitted to the Union on June 15th, 1836. We will later find out that slavery becomes illegal in the United States in 1865. So when Arkansas becomes a state or is admitted to the Union, they come in as what we call a slave state, a slave state. So at this time, when there was a new state, if they were in the northern part of the United States, they would probably be called a free state. A free state did not allow slavery. A slave state did allow slavery. Just in case you don't know what slavery means in English or a slave, slavery is when one person owns and controls another person. I did check this lesson for typos, but I missed one. Hopefully, I only missed one. Let me reread that. Now it is perfect. Slavery is when one person owns and controls another person. So I think slavery is illegal now in most parts of the world. I can't say all parts of the world, but definitely in the United States, slavery is illegal in every state. In 1865, Slavery was made illegal in the entire part of the United States. Here's a sentence you can practice shadowing with. Slavery ended in the United States after the Civil War, 1865. But before then, Arkansas was a state that did have slavery. And just in case... You don't know what the American Civil War is? I have another sentence for you. During the American Civil War, the states in the North fought against the states in the South. Pretty much. Pretty much. 
I'm trying to make it simple because this is not a, um, a lesson about the civil war. Maybe I can do one of those in the future. This is about Arkansas, but Arkansas was part of the civil war for a little while. Mozambique is in the house. Welcome. Just checking through the, the chat to make sure I'm not missing anything. What is that? I, I do not know this manual. It's funny. The famous and infamous Spanish flu, which killed millions of people. Oh, the outbreak. Really? Was it? So what manual is talking about is the Spanish flu. We're talking about 1918, 1917, towards the end of the Civil War. Can, can you check that? I almost think it was in Kansas. I almost think that historians think that the Spanish flu might have started in Kansas, but Kansas and Arkansas are really close to each other. But I think it was, I think it was Kansas. If I had time, I would definitely check that. But all right, Natalia, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where the um, state name came from maybe has something to do with Native Americans. Um, that word there, Aborigine, we would mostly associate that with Australia. So the Native people, the Indigenous people of Australia, in English, we would call them Aboriginal. Yeah. Alonzo, hey, thank you so much. Alonzo shares everything I put out on Facebook. So thank you, Alonzo. I appreciate that. Anyway, looking through the chat just to make sure. Hey, um, Modag says, blame the AI software on that mistake. I wish I could. That was my mistake. I wrote that one. I only wrote the first, the first four or five, but I like the way you think. Let's just blame for years, maybe two years. I blamed everything on COVID. Even if it wasn't at fault, blame it on COVID. I'm having a bad day. It's COVID's fault, right? It's got to be COVID's fault. Like the way you think. All right. British allocation is in here. Dropping some knowledge. Thank you, sir. Okay. Freddie, Kansas. Yes. I remember hearing that story that there were some airmen we might call people that i think fought in world war one flew airplanes came back to the united states and that's where that spanish flu started that really deadly like covid times a hundred that's where that started around 1918 1917 yeah there were three or four years there where millions of people died scary time. Thank you, Freddie. All right, let's get back to the English lesson. I do love, I do love looking at the chat though. Okay. We need to talk a little bit about this in English climate versus weather, because in a minute, I am going to talk about the climate of Arkansas. So when you hear weather in English, that means what happens 
I'm sure most people know about weather. That's what happens day to day. Is it raining? Is it snowy? Is it windy? But when we talk about climate, we're not talking about day by day. We're talking more about like hundreds or thousands of years, what the weather is generally like, not day to day, but over much longer periods of time. So climate is over a longer period of time, centuries. And if you hear century in English, it means a hundred years, century. So we might say that Arkansas has mild winters. The winters there are not very cold. They are mild. And I thought mild might be a new word for some. So the winters in Arkansas are mild. Mild is another way to say not too hot and not too cold, but on the warmer side. So where I live in Maine, I live further north. I would say the winters here are, are cold. They're not freezing. That's even colder than cold, but they're cold. If I lived in Arkansas, my winters would be milder. They wouldn't be as cold. And one of the most common ways you will hear mild used in English, at least if you come and visit the United States, is with what is in that picture. And those are something we call chicken wings. Let me make that picture a little bit bigger. So those wings, they might be mild chicken wings. In the back, that green stuff we call celery. That orange stuff we call carrots. In the middle, we call that stuff probably ranch. A dipping sauce in the middle, that is ranch. But mild when it comes to chicken wings means they're a little spicy, but they're not quite hot. So they're, they're in the middle on the warmer side. So hopefully that helps. Still about 100 people watching. I was surprised. We, I thought there would be fewer people as the lesson goes on because I don't think Arkansas is as popular as Florida or California, but we are going to do all of the 50 states. This is Arkansas. I do need a sip of water. Let me play a little something here for you. Just reminding you to uh, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. If this lesson is helping your English improve, don't forget to tap that like button and share it with a friend who's learning English. All right, we're back. Got a drink. I know Alonzo will be sharing this on Facebook. Thank you so much, Alonzo. Thank you to anyone who shares this lesson with a friend who might be learning English. All right. Just checking the chat here. Uh, Mexico. I need to visit Mexico in the near future. Claudette, thank you so much. I'm enjoying your lessons. I appreciate that. All right, Brooks. Okay. To some of us, the U.S. in general 
is interestingly fantastic. Well, thank you, Brooks. I appreciate that. All right, looks like uh, some Arabic or Persian is written there. I, I hope I hope that's nice. I don't know. I'm going to pretend, maybe it does say, in Persian or Arabic that says, Brent, you are the best English teacher ever. I'm going to pretend that's what that says, just to make me feel better. Maybe it says, Brent, I hate you. You need to get off of YouTube and Facebook. You are the worst ever. Yes, Mode says 100% ranch. Americans love to put ranch on everything. Yeah, Americans, like for supper last night, for dinner, I had I put ranch on my ranch. I just had a big bowl of ranch dressing. I would take the spoon. Before I ate the ranch, the spoonful of ranch, I dipped it in another bowl of ranch. So it's not the healthiest but it tastes good. Tastes good. All right, uh, Brooks, that's a good question. Which states have I covered so far? There should be a link at the top of the chat, at least in YouTube, that talks about those states. So we did Alaska and Nevada a couple weeks ago. A couple, like maybe last year, we did Florida, California, and New York. I might update those though. All right. Okay, mode. So that must have been Arabic. I know that mode um, speaks Arabic. I think French and English. So how can I speak like a native speaker? Any advice? Thank you, sir. Yeah, I would say keep listening. Keep listening. I think a lesson like this where we spend about an hour, you will hear a native English speaker speaking slowly hopefully clearly. I think that will really help. All right. Let's get back to the lesson. I, I do. Oh, I do love, I do love, do love reading the chat. I wish I could just read the chat the whole time, but I have a job to do. I must teach. Yeah. I would like to go to Cancun one day very soon. Yes. For the beach. Beautiful. Yes. For the people. I've watched a lot of videos in Mexico. The people seem wonderful, but I also would like to go for Chichen Itza. Chichen Itza, one of the seven wonders of the world. What's that? Yeah, I do. Yes, Natalia. I do sometimes pig out on ranch dressing. Libya is in the house. Hope you're doing well. All right. Oh, man. Bangladesh, the car. Hopefully everybody's doing well there. All right, do your job, Brent. Natalia mentioned earlier how Arkansas does not have an ocean near it. And we would call that a landlocked state. Let's go back to the map here. So you see where Arkansas is in the middle of the country, that red, red square, as we talked about earlier. So the ocean... In the United States, we have two oceans near us. On the East Coast, we have the Atlantic Ocean. And on the West Coast, we have the Pacific Ocean. And right down below, much further south, part of the Atlantic Ocean, we call in English the Gulf of Mexico. But you can see Arkansas doesn't border 
any oceans. And in English, we say that they are landlocked. Now, that doesn't mean they don't have lakes or rivers or ponds. It just means they don't have access to the ocean. They cannot reach the ocean. They need to go through a state or two to get to the ocean. And it looks like if you were in Arkansas, you could just head south through Louisiana. That's right below Arkansas. And you would eventually reach the ocean. It might take some time. But Arkansas is a landlocked state. I might have a sentence for you. You know what we forgot to talk about? I mentioned that the winters in Arkansas were mild. But let's talk about the temperature in the winter. So in Fahrenheit, it gets to be about 30 degrees. That's about as low as it gets in Arkansas. You can see negative one Celsius. And in the winter, it will get as warm as 50 degrees. So about 10 degrees Celsius. In my opinion, that is mild. To some people who live in maybe Saudi Arabia, like Mahdi, you might say mild. What are you talking about? That's freezing. That's even colder than mild. Now, the summers in Arkansas, though, can be pretty hot. Let's talk about the temperatures. 70 degrees Celsius, sorry, 70 degrees Fahrenheit or 20 degrees Celsius would be the cooler side, but it can get all the way up to the 90s or the 30s in Celsius. So, oh, I have a reminder. Hopefully everyone has done that. Hit the like button. Thank you. So we were talking about landlocked and I do have a sentence for you. We can talk about landlocked. Arkansas is a landlocked state, which means none of its borders touch an ocean. Yeah, that's the definition of landlocked. Now let's talk about the state capital of Arkansas. So the United States has a capital city that is Washington, D.C., but each of the 50 states also has a capital city. And that is where the government is located. The leader of each state is somebody we call a governor. You know, the leader of our country is somebody we call the president. But each state has its leader as well. And that person is called the governor. So there is a governor of Arkansas right now. I forgot her name. Hmm. But and that was not part of the lesson, but she is going to be running for president. And it is a woman. Her name is, is it Sarah Saunders? Not important, but she is going to be running for president. We will talk about one president we have had from Arkansas. So here's a sentence or two for you about Little Rock. Each state Two typos. Come on. Two typos. And for me to change this, I need to put up another one. Each state has a capital. See? Even native English speakers 
make mistakes sometimes. I caught that one. There might be others that I, I don't catch. Each state has a capital, the center for government. The city of Little Rock is the capital of Arkansas. A little over 200,000 people live in Little Rock. So you can see in this picture, there is water, but it's still a landlocked state because that water is not part of the ocean, at least not yet. You can see water in that picture, but it's the Arkansas River. So the Arkansas River flows through the city of Arkan uh, the city of Little Rock. All right, just checking the chat, making sure I'm not missing anything important. We do have we do have a question in the form. So let me check this here. And it's from Natalia. And she is a, a channel member. So why don't I do that right now? Switch over to members only just in case they do have some questions. I'm going to put members only chat on if you're in YouTube and go ahead, ask your questions about Arkansas. If you are a member, that is my little thank you to the channel members. Thanks so much. All right. So we had a question from Natalie. She is in Chile, and I am trying to bring up her question. Notice that English phrasal verb there, bring up. So Natalia, thank you. She is from Chile. Is that how you say it in Spanish? In English, we say Chile. But we also have food that's chili. But I think also we have food called Turkey. But I think in English, the country of Turkey is changing to Turkia. Turkia? I need to look that up. But chili. Here we go. This is Natalia's question. She always has great questions. Hey, Brent, can you state that nowadays, compared to a former period, the Mississippi River has lost its wide oh, water. Uh, we would call that probably current, the wide current due to global warming weather, pollution, human activities. Is it still possible to do rafting there or is it too dangerous or illegal? Do people swim there? Thank you. Oh, great questions. Great questions about the mighty Mississippi. It's another way you might hear the Mississippi River called in English, the mighty Mississippi. So good questions there, Natalia. I am sure like most of the water around the world, it's depth. We might use that term for how deep something is. It's depth is probably not as deep as it once was because of global warming or, or climate change. That I can assume, I don't know about rapids. I don't know about, excuse me, whitewater rafting. It's a good question. I was just talking with a friend of mine that I teach with. Shout out to Zach. I don't think he will be watching this. His English is really good. He's a native English speaker. 
but he was talking about going whitewater rafting this summer on a river we have here in Maine called the Kennebec River. So it's possible to do it in Maine. I'm not sure if it's possible to do it on the mighty Mississippi. Let's see here. Natalia, she's a channel member. She has something else here. What is the main economical activity in Arkansas? Commerce, technology, services, tourism, agriculture. It's the main food. It's specialty. We will talk about that, Natalia. We will talk about that. Um, there's a lot of land in Arkansas, so a lot of farming for sure. All right, Freddie Wolf. We can talk about this. Freddie is wondering, is the the state of Arkansas, is it in the hurricane corridor? All right, I love this question. So hurricanes in English will affect, those are storms that affect land near the ocean. So hurricanes affect land near the ocean. So a state like Florida, they have a lot of hurricanes compared to many other states. Tornadoes, those are the storms that affect landlocked, mostly landlocked states. So yeah, Arkansas is in that area. Yeah, let's, let's see if we can pull that up. Tornado Alley, it is called. So right in the middle of the country. So where Arkansas is in the middle, yes, that would be part of Tornado Alley. Yeah, great question there, Freddie. Great question. All right, checking through the chat here. Oh, Cecilia, she is also an English teacher. I think she offers private classes. She's very good. She said, this is an amazing lesson. Thank you so much. Mode is talking to Sita. Um, I don't know what the goal is, but it looks like they're having a, a conversation. So hope everything's going well there. Arkansas. Oh yes. Um, Williams. Apparently, now I've never been to Arkansas, but the natural beauty, we will talk a little bit about it. The natural beauty of Arkansas, because there aren't that many people that live there. There is a lot of natural beauty there. All right. Feel my voice sounds low today. Is it, is it deeper or not as loud? Can you turn Can you turn up your computer? Can you turn up your TV? Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe I can turn it up a little bit. Maybe it's a little louder now. Yeah, Um. I think I answered that question already, right? How do I speak like a native? I did. I answered that. Mode translated that for, for you. So thank you so much for the question. I'm so, uh, I apologize, Mode. He says, please stop prying on my conversation with Sita. I, I, I do apologize. I will not do that again. Filippo, a little off topic. That's okay. Channel member, you're allowed, and you dropped a super chat. Filippo, you can do whatever you want in the chat. If you want to pry on 
Mode and see this conversation. I give you permission. I don't know if Mode gives you permission, but I give you permission. Um, Maine. Does Cabot Cove in Maine really exist? I'm not sure. I've not heard of that. So I'm going to be going to Vermont this week. And there is a cheese. There's a cheese maker in Vermont called Cabot Cheese. But as I'm looking up, Cabot Cove. Oh, wow. It's in Kennebunkport. Let me see if I can um, share the screen here. So it does seem like I'll share this right here. It does seem like there is a Cabot Cove, Maine. Yeah, and it's in Kennebunkport, Maine. Kennebunkport, Maine is famous because it's a beautiful town, but it's also where the Bushes live. And we've actually had two presidents from that family, the Bushes. George W. Bush is one of them and his father. So yeah, um, Cabot Cove. Oh, is this where? Okay. Where the heck is Cabot Cove, Maine? Okay, so well, this is a local radio station, WBLM. And uh, okay, so I know this TV show, Murder, She Wrote. I don't think it's real. Right? Unfortunately, yeah, she passed away. Angela Lansbury is, I did not think we would be talking about Angela Lansbury when it comes to a English lesson on Arkansas, but okay. We're not even sure exactly where Cabot Cove was supposed to be in Maine. All right. So I'm going to say no, I guess it doesn't really exist, but it seems like that is from the TV show murder. She wrote very popular in the 1980s here in the United States. I remember my mom was a big fan of that show and it took place in Maine, but you know, it's fake. So I guess Cabot Cove might be near Kennebunkport, Maine. So apparently it, it doesn't, it's not real. It's not real. All right. Okay. So my voice is low. Let's see, we can crank it up. Have you ever heard that? Crank it up. We can make it louder. Ooh. Is it too loud now? Did it hurt your ears? All right. Let's check here. Any more members asking? I do want to let everybody back into the, because sometimes I forget. So everybody, come on back. See, how do I do that? Come on, Brent. You can do this. Everybody's back. Hey, let's even, let's let everybody in. Maybe we will get some spammers. That will be cool, right? Be careful what you wish for, right? Andy, it does look like we have a new member. Andy, welcome, sir. Let me find this here. Got a little something for you. I'm having trouble with my buttons today. Here's my button right here. New channel member. Thank you so much, Andy. Welcome. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. Yeah, thank you. So bronze members, you get all the bonus videos. If you're a silver member, 
You get access to the Discord server. We're in there chatting pretty much every day. And then there's a smaller group, the gold members. And we are moving from Volley, because they're going away, to uh, something called Slack. And there is a link in the community tab for each of those. Let me know, though, in, um, if the Discord server, I know Filippo had a problem yesterday. The link wasn't working anymore. So I can put a fresh link there if you need it. All right, Andy, welcome. Let's get back to the lesson, right? We were talking about Arkansas, weren't we? We were talking about Landlocked. We talked about Little Rock. We have not talked about Walmart yet. Walmart. If you are an American, if you are living in the United States, you know Walmart. They are ubiquitous. Big word. Ubiquitous means they are everywhere. Right now, cell phones are ubiquitous. You can't avoid cell phones. They're everywhere. Well, in the United States, Walmarts are everywhere. And it is literally the largest company in the world. And it started in Arkansas. In fact, I do think I have a Wikipedia page here on Arkansas, on Walmart, which started in Arkansas. And you can see right here, it says somewhere, it is the largest company by revenue. Walmart is the world's largest company by revenue. So when you hear the word revenue in English, think money. So there might be other companies that have more employees maybe, but when you're talking about earning the most money, it's Walmart. And at one time, the founder of Walmart, the guy who started Walmart was the richest man in the world at one time, but then he died very sad. And then I think he has four children and those four children divided up his money, but there's still some of the richest people in the world. Sam Walton was the man's name. Walmart. It started in Arkansas. Arkansas is not known for a lot of things, but it's known for Walmart. Ooh, so Natalia says it's in Chile. It is. If we went back to that page, um, according to Wikipedia, let's see, Natalia, let's see if we can bring this up. According to Wikipedia, oh, look at this. Is that Walmart Brazil? So right there. Chile, Canada, South Africa. Yeah. And it was started right there in Bentonville, Arkansas. Look at a little bonus right there. Bentonville, it's the 10th largest city in Arkansas, which in my mind, it means it's, it's probably a pretty small city, right? All right. Back to the lesson. What else is Arkansas known for? They're known for this college team. And 
in the United States, actually, I have, I have a sentence for you about Arkansas in case you want to practice your shadowing. Walmart began in Arkansas. Walmart is the world's largest company. Walmart. Pretty special, right? I shop at Walmart probably two times a week. Yeah. You can get pretty inexpensive products at Walmart. Now, the University of Arkansas. In the United States, college sports is very popular. College, university, we use those terms interchangeably. And the University of Arkansas is pretty famous for its sports teams. They have a pretty good football team. They have a pretty good basketball team. And their mascot is a Razorback. And if you look at that picture right there, does it looks like a pig, right? And you can see the back of the pig. Looks like it might be sharp. Definitely has sharp teeth. So a Razorback is pretty much like a wild pig. So let's read this sentence here. Two sentences, actually. A famous college in Arkansas is called the University of Arkansas. They are known as the Razorbacks. Yeah. Basketball teams have been pretty good there. Yeah, they have a lot of teams. But basketball and football or American football are the most famous sports teams at the University of Arkansas. Oh, if you haven't subscribed yet, that's my reminder to remind you to su subscribe. Subscribe. And if you are just joining us, this is an English lesson about the state of Arkansas. Not one of our most popular states. We will talk about California, Florida, Hawaii later, much later. Today, it's about Arkansas. Well, what about this guy? There are... Ahead of ourselves. One interesting thing I found about Arkansas is that you can actually go to a state park and maybe find diamonds. You can see from the picture there, there are diamonds. If you didn't know what that is in English, take a look. Shiny things. Some people like to make jewelry with diamonds. Jewelry, not easy to say. Let's look at this. Maybe you want to go to this state park to dig for diamonds. Look at this. It is possible. I don't think you will get rich, but there is a website here. Start planning your diamond adventure. We will talk about how much it costs to get in here, but this state park is called Crater of Diamonds State Park. I'm just going to read right here, right? Is one of the only diamond producing sites in the world where the public can search for diamonds in their original volcanic source. So you can go to the state park. I think it costs like 
$13, and there it is, price of admission. So that means how much does it cost to get in? If you are an adult, it is going to cost you $13. If you are a child, it will cost you $6. But if you have 20 people, you can get in for $220, which is a little over $5, I think. So not bad. And I do want to teach you this term in case you've never seen it, finders keepers. Let's talk about that in English. What does finders keepers mean? That means if somebody loses something, somebody else finds it, the person who finds it can keep it. So if you go to this state park, you pay your $13 for admission, you go in, maybe you bring a shovel, I don't know, you dig in the ground and you find a big diamond, it is yours to keep. Finders keepers. You do not have to give it to the people who work at the park. Now, I don't know. I don't think you're going to get rich there. I'm pretty sure that whoever finds diamonds, the diamonds will be very small. But if you're ever in Arkansas, it's something you might want to check out. Yeah, uh, Freddie, Razorbacks and boars, they're pretty much the same thing. Wild pigs, boars, it's like male pigs. Like, Yeah, but pretty much, pretty much. Pretty much. No, I'm wrong. You are a diamond. I like that. Thank you so much. Thank you. British allocation. Wonderful live class. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. British allocation. He's he's a British English teacher. He might just want to say English teacher because after all, I think the British invented the language. That's why we call it English. It's from England. But, you know, I don't know. They're like 300 million Americans. We got we got a lot of people that speak American English. Okay, it looks like Natalia had to leave. Hope you have a great Sunday too. All right, almost done here. We got to talk about a couple more famous people though. I think you may have already seen this guy. We were jumping ahead of ourselves for a second. This guy, Bill Clinton. He was once governor of Arkansas, and then he became an American president. And he was president for most of the 1990s here in the United States. So if you would like a sentence or two to practice shadowing, it's at the bottom right there on the screen. Bill Clinton was our 42nd president. He was president for most of the 1990s. And I did, I asked the poll on Instagram and I said, how many people know Johnny Cash? And there, I think it was maybe 40%. Let me see if I can find that. So not many people knew Johnny Cash. So I thought we should talk about him a little bit. Let's see. Right there. Can we see that? Eh, probably not well, right? I, nah, it's too too light. But it looks like um how many people voted? 
This really doesn't help. But if you can see the line, more people didn't know. He's that. More people didn't know Johnny Cash than knew Johnny Cash. So let's talk about this man. Johnny Cash was one of the most famous singers in the United States. He sang mostly country songs. So look him up. It's hard to describe country music if you've never heard it before. But if you listen to Johnny Cash and one of my favorite songs, by Johnny Cash is Ring of Fire. He sings country music. We like to say country music has a twang. Yeah, it's very hard to describe if you've never heard country music. We also have this other guy who was born in Arkansas. His name is Scotty Pippen. You can see he was a very famous basketball player. Scotty Pippen was a very famous basketball player. He won six NBA championships with the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan. So probably most people watching have never heard of Scottie Pippen. You've probably heard of Michael Jordan, probably the most famous basketball player of all time, at least if you are my age. But one of the best players who played with Michael Jordan was a guy named Scottie Pippen from Arkansas. All right. Now, the bad news about Arkansas. When it comes to education, we have 50 states, right? 51, if you want to count Washington, D.C., it's not really a state. It's not really a city. But Forbes is a famous magazine in the United States. And they did a ranking on the states and their education. Teachers, schools, students. And unfortunately, Arkansas ranked 41st out of 51 so they are definitely towards the bottom. They're really not known for their education, but I do have a sentence here for you. Arkansas is ranked 41st for education in the United States. They are towards the bottom. This is according to Forbes, a famous magazine in the United States. Oof. And here's the scariest thing, I guess. So when it comes to education in schools, the quality rank is, is 34. And what they did was they took the quality. So 34, that's a little towards the middle. But when you're, talk, but when you're talk, talking about safety, hopefully you didn't hear. I heard something strange in this microphone. Hopefully it's still working. But the safety of the schools, how safe they are, they're ranked 50th, 50th out of 51. So that tells me the schools in Arkansas are not that safe. Yeah, I think I'm going to stay in the state of Maine when it comes to being a teacher, but Arkansas seems like a state I wouldn't mind visiting. Seems like it's beautiful. Probably could visit a pretty cool city, Little Rock, maybe find some diamonds, 
maybe visit some historical sites like the Trail of Tears Memorial. All right, let's finish up here. All right, Scotty fame. Scotty Pippen is famous. Thank you, Lino. Mm, Filippo, the second president impeached. I think you are right. We've had three presidents who have been impeached. Andrew Johnson was the first. Bill Clinton was the second. And Donald Trump was the third. And basically, I think I have done uh, an English lesson on impeachment. But when a president is impeached, that means a lot of people think they did something bad. So all three of those presidents were impeached, but they were found not guilty. So they did not have to leave office. Filippo, a student of American history. Diamonds are forever. Hey, that's a great, um, it's a great uh, James Bond movie too, by the way. All right. I am Thailand. Hope you're doing well in Thailand. I think we are just about done here. Yeah, Johnny Cash. He has a few um, really good songs. Hurt is another one. If you're looking, and Cecilia and I and others, we talk quite a bit about music in the Discord. Oh, she just she just put a link for uh, a U2 song with Bono and Edge. And I, I need to watch that um, documentary they just did. If you're a U2 fan... All right. Oh, Filippo, student of mine. Yeah, but must be very, very smart when it comes to American history. I don't know as much about Italian history. Was it Giuseppe? What's his name? Giuseppe. Vivaldi? Is that his name? The 1850, the guy responsible for uniting Italy, I think? Garibaldi. That's his name, right? Giuseppe Garibaldi. Garibaldi. Trying to say it in my most Italian way. Mari, you're still here from Saudi Arabia. Welcome. Thank you to everyone who made it to the end of this English lesson. I hope your English listening comprehension skills are better. I hope you have a better understanding of the English language. Thank you so much to everyone who watched, who liked, subscribed became a member, is a member. Thank you so much. Like I said, I know there are a lot of English teachers out there. Some say there are more English teachers on social media than there are English students. You chose to watch me and that does mean a lot. So thank you so much. I hope you have a great rest of the weekend. Mega, see ya. I need to learn how to say your name. Vinicius? I'm sorry. That's probably wrong. Yulia. Hey, good to see you here. Tanya. Know that. Audie. Thank you so much. It's awesome. Oh, what is this? Thank you. From, it's very small, but that looks like, uh, that looks like the flag of Thailand. So thank you so much. I need to get going, but I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. All right. Adios, amigos.